Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in less than 15 minutes, and I would like to welcome our guest today. This is Sabrina Schaefer. She is the CEO of the Transformation Continuum out of Chicago, Illinois. And Sabrina, thank you so much for taking time to join us on the podcast today. What would you like the audience to know about Continuum? Well, thank you, Sean. This is very exciting, and I appreciate the invite. You know, what do you need to know about Continuum? We are a go-to-market agency for big tech and their ecosystems. So we work with AWS, Dell, Cisco, VMware, Pure Storage, you name it, and help them build consolidated messaging and a lot around business outcomes and really selling solutions and then taking that out to the ecosystem. So fun stuff. Wow, it sounds like it. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, let's get, go ahead and start our questions. And just for the uh, listening audience, this is or both both viewing and listening for that matter. This is our first episode of season four. So we have some new questions and Sabrina is going to show us <laughs> how it's done. So we're very excited. All right. Question number one, Sabrina, as you have built your business or you've been running your business, what's one challenge that you're kind of proud of that you've overcome? Wow. One challenge. All right. Well, it turns out when you run a business, there's more than one always on a day, day to day basis. <laughs> You know, the biggest one that comes to mind is the pandemic. It was a massive shift overnight. Um, it was not just a massive shift for us, but our entire client base globally. And we had to figure it out in real time with them. And so understanding new consumption models, understanding new partnerships and alliances, um, how to handle different messaging. You know, we're, we were dealing with chip shortages and you know shipping issues and things like that and how do you really help then drive digital transformation in a market that's kind of paused and in panic so i would say out of anything that i've really overcome <laughs> uh you know from a leadership standpoint or as the team has um in an execution standpoint it would definitely be the pandemic for sure definitely a big one that will resonate with many of our audience members there because that's something that hit everybody. That is certainly a big one. So, well, very good. Well, question number two, how can leaders foster creativity within their team or within their company? You know, that's an interesting one. I, um, I, I lovingly say that I'm a recovering attorney. And um, one of the things that I loved what, that we did, I was on the litigation side is about once a month, we would get together with all the partners, all the different, you know, associates in the law firm and it was just an open space we had a you know a whiteboard at the end of the room we were all sitting at this long conference table and it was just throw ideas out on how do we solve this case and there was no bad idea and it was we were responding to anything it was just throw the ideas up there and then we would react and that always stuck with me um as one it, it genuinely created a place that fostered creativity it was encouraged across the board um, I think you can talk about a lot of things, but until you implement it and it becomes um, sort of a, a common place, a safe place is kind of the buzzword of the day. Um, it just doesn't happen. Uh, I think normalizing conversations is a big part of it and people feeling like they can contribute. But again, I, I've, I have yet to see anything more impactful as far as creating a culture of creativity um as something like that where you're really inviting the team to sit down and let's brainstorm yeah, that is such a great 
um, opportunity, I guess, that your firm did at that time, because just in that safe space that you mentioned, and kind of that, the phrase that I, I love that you said was that no, no bad ideas. There are no bad ideas. Everybody gets to contribute. There's no bad ideas, safe place. And let's just see what we can figure out. And I love that team approach or that creative approach so that you can solve a case. That's great. I like There's that. a lot of neuroscience behind it too. You know, when you feel like, well, I don't know, should I say something? Should I not? It triggers a totally different part of your brain, which then stifles creativity and then creates these neural pathways that long-term make you feel like you can't be creative in that environment. So it, it sounds super simple, but the brain science behind it is not just a short-term impact, but there's a fairly long-term impact for how it creates this culture of creativity. And remind me, how often did you do that? Was it just as needed or was there a kind of a regular routine to it? You know, back then it was just, you know, I think once a month and we, you know, kind of as a regular, I, I definitely, you know, I do things called block times or investment blocks. Um, I don't believe that something can happen in my life unless it's on my calendar because I will forget or it just won't be a priority. So I think you have to at least block that time out, whether it's once a quarter, once a month, depending on your role and your team, maybe once a week. Um, but I think it's really important to have that space really blocked out on the calendar and make it fairly, you know, concrete. Absolutely. I love that. I'm a big fan of time blocking as well. I do the exact same thing. So a little plug for that there. <laughs> All right. Question number three, how can leaders help the team members trust each other and kind of build that trust within the team? Oh, that's a good question. And especially now as you're talking about, you know, gaining and retaining talent, um, you know, this is another one where you, you can talk about it and it helps a little bit. But I think it's such a small um, scale that it just doesn't become really effective. I think in order for you to really create trust across your team, you actually have to create good teams um, and then trust them. You know, that's something that is such an implied sort of intrinsic feeling. Um, you know, if, if people feel like their leadership trusts their team, um, if you're saying things, maybe, but, you know, on a one-on-one -on -one call or something like that with your teammates, like, you know, why don't you ask Sean about this? He's brilliant at that kind of stuff. Or, you know what? I actually put this on Sean's plate because he's fantastic at leading this. Why don't you two coordinate and then, you know, circle back with me in a week or whatever. I think putting that out there, it, it really comes down to action. You can say, you know, and people do this on their, you know, rally sessions or their Monday commits or whatever. Um, oh, you know, we have a culture of this or this is our mission statement but until you really put it in practice again there's lots of brain science behind this um because that's you know neuroscience is my obsession if you will um but until you really put it into practice people do not begin to trust both themselves and each other and so when you have that process or or that culture where you can't maybe necessarily trust that you you can say something or you can take risk or you can, you know, take ownership of a project. You're certainly not going to create that trust dynamic across the team. That's that a sense? great point. So kind of setting that example, if you will, and demonstrating that you as the leader trust each team member. Therefore, they can help trust each other. I love that. That's a great thought. All right. Question number four. Share an example of a time when maybe you had kind of a perceived uh, failure, but you turned it into a win. I live on failure. <laughs> In fact, fun story. Um, so I, about two years ago, started posting about my failures. And um, 
starting to make a list of things that scared me. And, and the more terrifying, the higher it was on the list. And I started calling it Fear Forward because I couldn't think of a better name. And Dell just recently approached me. They are starting a community called Fear Forward Friday. <laughs> it's wow. kind of spiraled. Yeah, I've been doing... <laughs> I, you know, I spoke at Dell Tech World. I, I've done all kinds of workshops and speaking events for AWS or Amazon Web Services and Dell and Cisco and VMware and you name it. Um, kind of been all over the place on all my failures. So I'm an, I'm a failure expert at this point. Um, you know, I've had quite a few. I would say one was early on in our organization. We were really focused. We were doing probably 75, if not 80% of our business was some massive clients. And we did more in that first year than I thought we would do in five. And I was riding high. And it wasn't until really the pandemic hit and I started to really assess our business and the longevity that I realized we've made a major miss here. We've made a major miss. And if we don't pivot quickly, we're gonna be out of business like the rest of the other folks who haven't maybe foreseen this. And so a big part of it was decentralizing, you know, our focus and being able to, um, you know, be able to scale out where we're focused, who are those clients that we're supporting. Um, and a lot of times now it's created different alliance messaging and solution messaging that's created a far bigger opportunity than when we were just so siloed. So I think a big part of it is just um, a big fail on our end at the beginning, sort of at the of the organization was being way too centric on specific clients and not really broadening our portfolio enough um, to make sure that we had longevity. Yeah, that was a big that was a big fail turned into a massive win for us. That is awesome. I'm glad you caught it soon enough that it didn't put the company under anything like you that. And me both. <laughs> you <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling you for your job. Great yeah. example. Thank you for sharing that. And congratulations on the fear forward. I like that. Hey, I'm sure as an attorney, you're already thinking about how to trademark that. So <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right. Our last question. Tell us a little bit about your first job. My first job. Well, do you want my first job ever or my first tech job? Yeah, either one. Whatever you whatever you want to share. Make it fun. You know, my first job job. I was a shampoo girl. I don't even know if you can call it that anymore. Um, and I thought it was just the coolest because people would tip me to wash their hair. And it was just, I just thought it was so fun. Yeah, a uh, little fun fact. Um, I i just thought it was a blast. And, you know, I, I have nothing to do with the cosmetology world anymore, but it was, um, it was a service job. I learned how to engage with people with things that are important and interesting to them. You know, you start learning about people's grandchildren and holiday plans and all that kind of stuff. And you start to understand what was important to them, which filled you and made then became important to you. So, um, yeah, that was my first job. Shampoo girl. Awesome. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. Well, Sabrina, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you? So if you're looking for me directly, I am very active on LinkedIn. You can find me at Sabrina Schaefer. Um, find me over there. Otherwise, you can find me at transformationcontinuum.com. Fantastic. And then for those who are listening to the podcast, just to make sure that we spell your last name correctly, it's S-H-A-F-E-R. So That's right. The minimalist. Yeah. The minimalist. There you go. I like that. I like that. 
This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also encourage you to follow or subscribe to the podcast, whether you're listening or watching. Either way, we'd love to have you join us every week. And again, we remind you to have the humility to learn and also the courage to act on what you learn. Thanks so much for joining us and have a great day.